Uh, hi, this is Jerome Gilmartin, JMJ Catholic Radio, bringing local and EWTN Catholic programming to northeastern and central Pennsylvania. And now, let's listen to the My Jesus Mercy program with Joe Grady. Joe? Thank you, Jerry, always for the kind introduction. And I'd like to thank the beloved family of mercy for all your heartfelt outpouring of love, prayers, tenderness for my beloved wife, Anna, who's passed, passed on from this world, and she is now basking in the most merciful hearts of Jesus and Mary. God willing. I always say God willing. For he's the just judge and always and forever the merciful Savior. And we are truly humbled and blessed to air with you on JMJ Catholic Radio, usually every other Friday from 3 to 4 o'clock in this the hour of great mercy, the most powerful hour of the day when his mercy triumphs over his justice. And as Jerry mentioned, my name is Joe Grady, and from my Jesus Mercy Ministries, which is the home of the City of God on Mary's Land, St. Faustina's Chapel, and much more to come, God willing, and hopefully the future home of the Discalced Carmelite Nuns, the power packed that will be for the city of God on Mary's land. And Carmel means Mary's garden. And what better place to have Mary's garden than on Mary's land? So please keep that all, beloved, in your good prayers. And as we are gazing upon our Lord from the city of God on Mary's land to the city of Mary in Neapokalana, Poland, we're asking Our Lady to bless you and her most merciful Jesus as his heart is pounding for the love of each and every one of us, pulsating from his true presence to engulf us in his tender love. And that's what Mary wants to do, bring us to Jesus, place him in the deep recesses of his most merciful heart, and we may come to that comprehension of who he is, love and mercy itself, and who we are. We are misery itself, but misery is engulfed by divine mercy. And what's left is the love of God. For those who seek to do his will, for those who will engage their will to live in his divine will. And today would be the Feast of the Seven Founders of the Servite Order of Priests. We ask them to please pray for us. Beloved, we are 2,748 days into the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary to the glory of the Most Holy Trinity. Okay, and some who have asked prayers for us, we have quite an extensive prayer list today. We have John Begita who has heart problems, Deacon Paul, wants to give a big thank you, Jesus, for a recovery from a heart problem. We pray for Jack, who has depression. We pray for Ed, for a conversion. We pray for John, who has a drug addiction. We pray for Joseph Michael, who is elderly and has many ailments. We pray for Jennifer, who has cancer. And again, we want to pray for Jimbo and all his prayer intentions. 
again, whatever your intentions may be, we place them deep into the most merciful heart of Jesus, truly present in the blessed sacrament as we gaze upon him. And we bring this program to you through his heart, asking his heart to again engulf you in his tender mercy. And this is a time in salvation history, beloved, there is great suffering. A lot of people think that God has abandoned them, and in reality, he has not. Because where sin abounds, grace abounds all the more, so we have to look into this suffering, being conformed into the likeness of Jesus, and offer it to the Father for the salvation of poor sinners, as Our Lady told us at Fatima, who have no one to pray for them. And this being the three o'clock hour, we pray the chaplet of the divine mercy. We pray for the great gift given to us from St. John Paul for the end of abortion and the culture of death. Praying this for this intention exclusively, we receive a superabundance of grace. And we are, beloved, a nation in peril, engulfed in this rebellion against the law of God, which is the law of love, right? The first three commandments are for the love of God. The last seven commandments are for the love of neighbor. And unfortunately, we have been paying him lip service, and our hearts are far from him. But he has chosen us, not that we are special, but he has chosen us his beloved family of mercy, to do his bidding, right, for what is lacking on behalf of the sufferings of Christ, on behalf of his church, which is his body. His body is so wounded, so tremendously wounded, if you will, on life support. We can give that life support by way of our prayers and supplications pleading with our Lord to pour his mercy out upon us. We always pray for ourselves. We don't know how just we are in the eyes of God. We especially pray for poor sinners who have no one to pray for them. We're all poor sinners, beloved, but some are desperately poor because they have turned their wills. Unfortunately, they have etched their wills against the will of God, and we know what his will is. It is love and mercy itself. You know, what a great and peaceful world this would be, filled with much joy, if we Catholics would have truly lived the true spirit of the Second Vatican Council, and that one is of holiness, to be perfected as our Heavenly Father is perfect, to seek out that holiness. If we would not have compromised with the world, what a much, so much better place it would be today. But, as it says, que sera, sera, we are where we are. But that doesn't mean we stay where we are. 
It means we grow deeper in the love of God. We want to be immersed in his most merciful heart. Right in that heart, as he's sitting next to the Father, pleading for us, pleading to have mercy on us and on the whole world. And that plaint of cry must come from the very depths of our souls, for we are the image and the likeness of God. And as I've said to you many times before, when we leave this world, yes, we know the words that the Father will utter, well done, good and faithful servant, now enter into your master's joy. But as you know, as I always like to say, the Father saying to us, Jesus, you have come back to me. But that Jesus has ever left the Father. Never. Always one with the Father. But that he, as St. Paul says, sees Christ alive in us. So we become recognizable to the Father through the passion, death, and resurrection of his beloved Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. That is what the new covenant is all about. We're hearing about in the readings, right, of Noah, the covenant that was made with Noah. Well, we're in a more perfect covenant now, the final covenant made through the precious blood, and I might add water, of Jesus Christ, which gushed forth from his heart as a fountain of mercy for us, and we say, I trust in you. And now we want to say something even deeper and maybe more profound for this time in salvation history, Jesus, I surrender all to you. If you trust him, he asks that question of us. But will you, are you willing to surrender all your life to me? That I may give you life and give it to the full. That's what he's asking, beloved, of each and every one of us. That we may be that chosen soul that he will use to save the world. Again, being a co-redeemer for the world. That's what making up on behalf of his sufferings is all about. His blood, one drop, one ounce, one millimeter could save a million worlds. But that's not the way he has willed this to be. He has willed it, yes, through his precious blood, the world is saved, but that we can become co-redeemers because the free will, which is our act of love towards him, he will not impede ever. But by his prayers and supplications, he continues to funnel grace, if you will, out into the world through his servants whom we are are and his friends whom we must become so now let's pray this chaplet of the divine mercy from our hearts in the name of the father and of the son of the holy spirit amen you say you expired jesus but the source of life gushed forth for souls and a notion of mercy opened up for the whole world 
O fount of life, unfathomable divine mercy, envelop the whole world and empty yourself out upon us of blood and water, which gush forth in the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. O blood and water, which gush forth in the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. O blood and water, which gush forth in the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Spread the effect of grace to thy flame of love over all of humanity, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to hell. The third day He rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven, sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty, from thence... He shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Eternal Father, I offer to thee the body and blood, soul, and divinity of thy dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world, eternal Father. I offer to thee the body and blood, soul, and divinity of thy dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us. And do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us. And do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us. And do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us. And do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us. And do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. 
have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world, eternal Father, I offer to thee the body and blood, soul and divinity of thy dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world, eternal Father, I offer to thee the body and blood, soul, and divinity of thy dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world, eternal Father, I offer to thee the body and blood, soul and divinity of thy dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. 
and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world, holy God, holy mighty one, holy immortal one, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world, holy God, holy mighty one, holy immortal one, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world, holy God, holy mighty one, holy immortal one, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Eternal God, your mercy is endless and the treasury of compassion inexhaustible. Look kindly upon us, increase your mercy in us, that in difficult moments we might not despair nor become despondent, but with great confidence submit ourselves to your most holy will, which is love and mercy itself. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for our sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, in this mode of prayer, we continue, beloved, <clears throat> praying 33 times that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Once again, and every day from our hearts, let us make reparation for the greatest sin of our age, the outright denial of Jesus Christ as the Lord of our lives. <clears throat> this would be a great Lenten sacrifice for you to remember to pray this each day. So help us, Eternal Father, to always live in this truth. For you have so willed it. Again, remember Pope Pius IX who said, Reparation can save a society and how our society needs to be saved in this country. So if we want to be co-redeemers, <clears throat> make up for what is lacking in the sufferings of Christ, which is his body, the church, let us so do that so that we will be our brother's keeper and we will please the eternal father. Again, remember, we're not special. We've just been chosen. So, beloved, let's make that choice to fulfill our destiny. As we pray from the heart, Jesus Christ is Lord. 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 Jesus Christ 
is Lord Jesus Christ is Lord Jesus Christ is Lord Jesus Christ is Lord Jesus Christ is Lord Jesus Christ is Lord Jesus Christ is Lord and every knee shall bow in the heavens on the earth and under the earth and every tongue shall proclaim to the glory of God the Father that Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. And now, continuing that mode of prayer from the heart, let's pray 13 times. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. And why 13 times? Because Our Lady appeared at Fatima always on the 13th of the month, and we're in that time of that Fatima fulfillment of the triumph of her Immaculate Heart of Mary to the glory of the Most Holy Trinity. And she exposes all this evil. All this evil needs to be exposed that it may be healed to our prayers. Again, not that we're special, but that we have been chosen by God, beloved, to be our brother's keeper. So now let's pray 13 times from our hearts and invoke the Holy Spirit to come from on high to convince the world of its sin and to complete the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. And beloved, who are Lent, I'm going to introduce this prayer that we can pray, praying for our beloved nation, praying for the conversion of the New World Disorder. This prayer is for the prayer through St. Joseph for the exorcism of nations. 
St. Joseph, terror demons, protect and heal our nation. St. Joseph, show us the enemy. Protect and heal our nation. St. Joseph, break the devil's hold. Protect and heal our nation. St. Joseph, go to war against evil. Protect and heal our nation. St. Joseph, cast out impurity. Protect and heal our nation. St. Joseph, expose all corruption. Protect and heal our nation. St. Joseph, silence every lie. Protect and heal our nation. St. Joseph, shine light when darkness. Protect and heal our nation. St. Joseph, reveal all deception. Protect and heal our nation. St. Joseph, cease all thievery. Protect and heal our nation. St. Joseph, <clears throat> shout God's, God's glory. Protect and heal our nation. St. Joseph, give us courage. Protect and heal our nation. St. Joseph, share your humility. Protect and heal our nation. St. Joseph, cast out all fear. Protect and heal our nation. St. Joseph, vanquish despair. Protect and heal our nation. St. Joseph, fight for good. Protect and heal our nation. St. Joseph, help the poor. Protect and heal our nation. St. Joseph, guard our children. Protect and heal our nation. St. Joseph, renew all marriages. Protect and heal our nation. St. Joseph, strengthen families. Protect our nation. Encourage fathers. Protect and heal our nation. And we pray this prayer through St. Joseph's powerful intercession that the blood of Christ will come down upon our nation. So we're just at that halfway point. Jerry, we'll give us our station ID. Yes, Joe. We're listening to the My Jesus Mercy program with Joe Grady on 7.50 a.m. on our new station, 104.5 FM, Scranton and Wilkes-Barre, 14.90 a.m. and 100.1 FM, Hazleton, 91.7 FM, New Albany, Dushore, and 91.9 FM, Hotstill, Altoona State College in, uh, in central Pennsylvania. Back to you, Joe. Okay, thank you, Jerry. And it is a great blessing, as Jerry mentioned to you, the new station, 104.5. And there's a excellent um, <clears throat> article in the Catholic Light on that with Ed and Carroll, again, stepping out in faith for a more powerful broadcast station. That's 104.5. And you can support this first and foremost with your prayers. And it's so beautiful because the 15th anniversary is coming up for JMJ Catholic Radio on the Feast of St. Joseph, right there at St. Joseph's Oratory. So you're seeing God's will right here, beloved. You know, things don't happen by happenstance. It's his will that this station broadcasts all this amazing faith of ours to the masses near and far, actually throughout the whole world because of the Internet. But it is a powerful station, and we are grateful to God. And I know that Ed was in a tizzy for a while when they told him they were not going to renew a contract with the other station. So the Lord said, well, I'll take care of that. We'll just give you more power. We'll just give you more people. But we, as God's people, you know, beloved, I've lived off the providence of God myself for almost the past 33 years. And the Eternal Father, he has plenty of money, as Father Groeschel used to say. But he touches the heart of us, his servants, to release that money to the places that are needed 
to continue to spread this gospel message and be a part of his word in scriptures in John's gospel, that we will do greater things than he has done because he has so willed it by sending us his Holy Spirit. So if you'd like to make a donation to JMJ Catholic Radio, you can send it to P.O. Box 851, Pittston, PA, 18640. Again, that is JMJ Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 851, Pittston, PA, 18640. Or call, usually Carol answers the phone, 570-287-4670-570-287-4670. Okay, and I'll give you a little bit of proof of God's graciousness to us living off the province of God for myself again. Close to 33 years now. I've been married to Anne. God rest her soul. We were 27 and a half years, the 28th anniversary of our marriage, where it had been when the Feast of the Sacred Heart this year, which is a revolving day, you know, in the calendar. But nonetheless, uh, we've lived off the providence of God. And we want to thank some of the following who have been so generous to us. When I say the providence of God, I mean the providence of God for our only health insurance is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. So we depend on the generosity of God's people and from the eternal Father's will that you have responded. Now, we're not fully paid off the funeral expenses, but we're getting very close. But I want to thank the following who have been so generous. Tina Montone, Dottie Rickard, Sylvia and Susan Rollins, Diane, Paul, and Paul Jr., Plato, uh, Terry McDevitt, Mary Roth, Elaine Walhurst, the Amandella family, Dr. Alice, Ray Benzuti, Elaine Guzik, good brother Jimbo, Diane O'Hara, Matt, Jessica, and Charlie Nickel, Natasha Hagen, George Boudreaux, Beverly Gill, Ed and Carol, Jerry and Marie, Patricia Hoffman, Anthony and Sarah Rennekamp and family, Jack Suskaleska and family, uh, Mike and Tammy Roberts, Gertie Watson, Mary and Gary Gambino, Nancy and Bob Nunn, Dave, not, Dave and Kathy Nonemacher, Renee Ozemak, Lee Constantino, uh, Agnes Keough, Lori and Dominic Costanza, Barbara Passarelli, Christopher Calore, Darlene Pollock, Marion Menipede, and Beatrice Aventola. So thank you one and all. And, you know, each day it's a miracle, the amount of masses. So far, we've had for Anne, four different people have Gregorian masses offered for her. Of course, you know, Gregorian masses, 30 masses said in a row for the repose of her soul. I mean, she must be soaring in heaven with joy for the outpouring of love 
and generosity from you, her beloved family of mercy. Now, I've just named all the folks who listen to the program or have listened to the program up here on JMJ Catholic Radio. And the numbers, because I've been in Philadelphia on the program down there for 30 years, and double the amount of names, uh, and I think I've spent about close to 10 years on JMJ Catholic Radio as they're celebrating their 15th anniversary coming up. So your outpouring of love and generosity have meant the world to us as a family, most especially all the holy sacrifices of the Mass offered for Anne's soul or your prayers. It's all a work of love and tenderness from your hearts, and we are so eternally grateful. All right, and if you do want to maybe haven't, as of yet, maybe sent a little donation, we would be grateful, and you can do that too. And my Jesus mercy. And you can call me, and I'll give you that address. And our number is 570-448-6279, 570-448-6279. Okay, beloved, now we will continue on with our retreat. I believe in love from Father John of the Heart of Jesus. So we left off on our retreat on page 40 of this beautiful book called I Believe in Love. As I've mentioned to you before, uh, I add on to Father's thought process by way of divine mercy in my soul, St. Faustina, which at the time, you know, divine mercy in my soul, the book, of course, had been written, but it had not been approved by the church as of that time until St. John Paul in 1978. But this book was from Father uh, John of the Heart of Jesus was back in 1974. So let us pick up now. He says, How happy I am to see myself imperfect and having so great a need of receiving the mercy of God. At the moment of death, even in the very arms of death, you know, St. Francis referred death as sister death, okay? And it's through death that we come to eternal life. Yes, death is the enemy of mankind, all right? We know that from Adam and Eve. And we have been baptized in the life of Christ Jesus, and we die in his life, which will bring to us eternal life. I love it in scriptures how our Lord referred to Lazarus when he was speaking to his disciples that Lazarus is asleep. So we might consider it as the big sleep until Christ comes again and he awakens our immortal bodies and awakens our bodies to make them immortal with our souls for all eternity in the joy and love of Christ. So death, where is your power? Death, where is your sting? As scripture says, death has no power of us if we live in the life of Jesus, in his tender mercy. Instead of rejoicing in my dryness, I ought to attribute it to my lack of fervor and fidelity. 
I ought to be distressed at sleeping during my prayers and acts of thanksgiving, is what St. Therese says. Well, I am not distressed. I think little children please their parents as much when they sleep as when they are awake. The parents might say amen to that, depending on how rambunctious the children are. So fear not when we go out into adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. And I can tell you, by way of doing so many hours so far, I've responded by the grace of God. I've done 65 hours since Anne's passing to thank you, one and all, for your great gift an act of love and tenderness towards Anne's immortal soul and towards our family. And many times, as I'm gazing upon our Lord here in the Blessed Sacrament, I will fall asleep, sometimes even in the chapel. I don't do as many hours in the chapel as I used to because of time constraints and doing so many things to continue this mission on at the City of God on Mary's land, especially with the Carmelites. But I will fall asleep often. I don't set out to say, well, Lord, I'm going to just go to sleep now. But I've fallen asleep many times, and I noticed that when I do, there's times that are not, as you say, uh, prepared in my mind to want to fall asleep, but I awake from that sleep and from the tips of my toes to the top of my head, my body's on fire. You know, I remember Father Hal Cohen who said, like, what adoration is, it's like radiation therapy. So we sit back in the loving arms of Jesus, not with the intention of wanting to fall asleep, but if we do, don't be upset by it. Know that you're falling asleep in the arms of Jesus, who so tenderly loves you. Even then, surrender novena, it speaks of falling asleep in his arms and waking up in a different place. And that different place is a place of grace, of deep abiding grace. So don't ever feel guilty, beloved. I decided to quote this because I have found so many, many souls who attribute their dryness and their temptations against the faith to their lack of fervor and thus allow their impulse towards Jesus to be broken. Although he often permits this to happen in order to immerse them once again in humility and to give them the occasion for this childlike confidence in the simplicity which makes his heart rejoice. You will not see the kingdom of God unless you are like a child. So let's not try to outthink God or don't let the enemy place a guilt trip upon you. If you are gazing upon him in a blessed sacrament or saying your rosary, praying your chaplet, and you might fall asleep, do not feel one pang of guilt at all. 
Just regroup yourself and continue to pray from the heart. And remember, even in the course of that time that you have fallen asleep, the Lord is working on your soul because you fell asleep in his arms as his child. Thus, the vision of her nothingness did St. Therese more good than the vision of her faith. She declared of herself, The Almighty has done great things in the soul of this child of his heavenly mother. And the greatest is to have shown her littleness and her powerlessness to her. Right, that humility, that smallness, that our complete dependency is upon God. Jesus, I trust in you. And he says to us, my son, my child, my daughter, do you really trust in me? If you do, I want you to take the next step, and that is to surrender everything to me, your very lives. And this, when you die, is when you will find yourself. Right? Does not Scripture say that? Right? It is in dying that we are born, St. Francis says, to eternal life. You will ask yourselves, perhaps, why I rely so heavily in my preaching on the doctrine of St. Therese of the child Jesus. I do it because I am convinced that she has a great mission in the church until the end of time. And she even said that I'll spend my good in doing on earth, doing good, in, I'm doing good in, on earth from heaven. And because I know Father John of the Heart of Jesus says by experience that the immense good done in souls by her spiritually is still more because she has been exalted by our recent popes with an extraordinary forcefulness. And there we are, are on sound ground. And even to the point of, right, St. John Paul declaring her a doctor of the church, the soul who only lived 24 years in this world, named the patroness of the missions, along with St. Francis Xavier, never left that convent. But her love and her humility was so great that, right, you humble yourself, Jesus say, I will exalt you. So her littleness, Jesus exalted across the whole world, even to becoming a doctor of the church. And what is her, I'll say, her doctorship, right? Her degree in, in littleness, in trusting in God's mercy, in being humble, before the Most High God, which pleases him. So Our Lady is the Queen of Humility. And he wants us to be his children, meek and humble of heart. And he will make our hearts like unto his. And what is his heart? It is love and it is mercy itself. So St. Pius X said, She is the greatest saint of modern times. Pope Benedict XV said, Here is the secret of sanctity for all the faithful throughout the entire world. She was not, however, nourished by 
scholarly studies, again, mentioned that she became a doctor of the church. She wasn't in scholarly scholarly studies. Nevertheless, nevertheless, she had so much knowledge by herself that she knew how to show others the true way of salvation. We wish that the secret of holiness of St. Therese of the Child Jesus should not remain hidden from a single one of our faithful. And how prophetic of Benedict the Fifteenth, right, when he said this, because it has not been hidden from the faithful, but she has been exalted by the Most High God by way of her littleness. Pope Pius XI said, We fervently desire that all the faithful of Christ should contemplate her with a view of imitating her. She acquired such a knowledge of supernatural things that she was able to chart for others a sure way of salvation. Everyone must enter into this little way, the way of a golden simplicity, which has nothing childish about it, but the name. What a transformation would come about in the world if people were to return to this evangelical simplicity. She was like the living word of God. Again, that exaltation in her humility, in her littleness, right? The humble he exalts. Our lady says in the Magnificat that those who are pumped, they are the ones who are a scorn and they are forgotten. But those who are humble and little and simple are the ones that he will exalt like he did. Our Lady, right? My soul, Our Lady says, does magnify the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. I'm sure Therese echoed that as well as St. Faustina echoing that. Those are two powerhouses in the simplicity of life. Pope Pius XII said, The Lord introduced her into his house, confided to her his secrets, revealed to her all those things which he hides from the wise and the learned and powerful of the world. And now after having lived silent and hidden, behold how she addresses herself to all humanity, to the rich and to the poor, to the great and the humble. It is the gospel, the heart of the gospel, which she has rediscovered. We must take St. Therese at her word when she invites the most unregenerated as well as the most perfect to count nothing of the value before God, save the radical weakness and spiritual poverty of a sinful creature. You know, being even in spiritually arrogant is a dangerous place to be, a most dangerous place to be. I myself, you know, confess that I do have spiritual pride. I don't have pride, like, say, as far as the world is concerned, right? Nothing to boast about. But God has given me a great gift to understand his ways. So 
So I must keep that in check at all time, that spiritual pride. Then the power of God will stay over me if I humble myself in confessing this spiritual pride. I know most people don't have that problem. You might have a problem of the world's pride, but staying in that room, beloved, of self-knowledge will humble us to know oneself and submit that weakness to the tribunal of God's mercy. He told St. Faustina, Faustina, give me your exclusive property. And he says that to this humble nun. She says, Lord, I've given you everything. He says, no, you have not given me your wretchedness. Wow. What a sock to the stomach, right? What a blow to the gut when you are this saintly woman. Of course, she probably didn't think that way of herself, but she believed in her heart that she had given everything to Jesus. He says, no, you haven't given me a wretchedness. You can hear that being echoed in the life of Therese, right? That I am nothing. If I had all the sins, you know, of mankind heaped upon me, I would throw myself unto the mercy of God and trust in that mercy. It's not taking advantage of God's mercy. It's simply trusting in his mercy by surrendering all our wretchedness to him. John the 23rd said, and I'll finish up with this, I have a great love for the great Therese of Avila, Teresa of Avila, but little Therese brings us safe to shore. We must rely on her. Okay, beloved, we're just about out of time. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, the Holy Spirit, was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Thank you, Jerry. God bless you for all that you do for James A. Catholic Radio. You're certainly welcome, Joe. Thank you as well. Bye.